on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Warcraft is a rumbling. Diablo Season 2 is a raging. Rage, rage. Uh, Swotor Mando Fun Night, because I like calling it Mando Fun Night um, <laughs> for them, is, is flying casual. Oh, that's brilliant. I love that. Um, Final Fantasy XIV is falling for Fall Guys. And we have Lucy and Gusty here with all your World of Warcraft news. And we mean all of it. Yep. All that and so much more coming up right about now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. And welcome to episode 412 of the podcast celebrating you, the Elea-Eacta-S gaming community. The die has been podcast. This is Mucow. And to my virtual left is Makala. Hey guys, there are uh, dark chocolate brownies and strawberry almond tea cakes in the guild kitchen. And somewhere over in that general direction, <laughs> below, left, right, up, center, yeah. is Tetsemi. Hello! I have a spreadsheet for my warband. I mean, I need to get a spreadsheet for my warband. So we're getting the warband back together? We all do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course, this week we are joined by special guests, Lucy and Gusty. They are here to talk to us about what AIE is plotting for Warcraft. Because there might have been some news this week. <laughs> Welcome! <laughs> I can't hear you waving. all right well why don't we see what these crazy kids have been up to in real life and beyond and let's start with gusty i uh had some great fun cosplaying carlac uh for halloween we didn't have any um organized Halloween events uh, here in Maine uh, because there was a terrible shooting and yeah. it was yeah. not really something anyone wanted to do be festive but uh, my kid and I went out to dinner dressed as Carlac and he was dressed as Gail and that was oh really Oh my fun. god, yes! <laughs> and, and you looked amazing. recognized who we were and you know said, oh by the way she's in our party, you're not. <laughs> That's amazing! Oh my god, I love it. It's random aside, I learned that bad things happen if you just kill Gail off. Yes, yes, they do. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's like wow. Okay, game. <laughs> All right. Well, sounds like you had quite the party going on over there. I'm also curious what Lucy and Lucy's cat are up to over there. Um. It was a quiet Halloween out here in the wilds of Kentucky. Um, my daughter came to visit, though. She lives in Jersey, so that was great. We spent four or five days with her and her boyfriend, so that was a good thing. Other than that, it's all the games all the time. Yes. We'll talk much more about that, but first, let's see what Tessa's been up to. A lot of Baldur's Gate 3, speaking of... Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> speaking of Gale and Carlac, uh Yeah. Just I'm in Act Three. I'm going through and wrecking what I can and saving who I can, and now just doing the culmination of uh, Shadow Hearts quest because I'm like I should go find that thing that that thing and uh, go deal with that. So 
yeah, I'm I'm dealing that. So uh, that and then pen and paper were still uh, doing a war in the stars and uh, had some had some fun uh, dealing with a saboteur in a mining facility that we had to uh, stop and then found out that there's a fun computer virus that is uh, overriding the facility and it was intentionally dropped there and we need it because that's like a great little bomb to drop on other things. So we need to go get that Mm -hmm. virus and, uh, you know, share it with people that we love. Share it. People will, will probably give us good money for it, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially your cat credit for. Yep. And uh, I will let McCullough deal with the rest of the, the pen and paper. So, McCullough? No, because we no because we have a lot of news in this well, show. So, I'm just, not going to go through all the pen and paper. Just um, very quickly. So, <laughs> yes, um, so, Halloween happened. Um, um, we actually had a Halloween evening tea party, yes. which was a lot of prep. Um, my work costume for Halloween was Snowby One Kenobi. <laughs> uh, as my friend called it, which was, you know, Jedi Snow White. Um, and then I came home and became Agent Carter because I needed to take that dang wig off. And uh, let's see, um, in other pen and paper, Star Wars, uh, we, because it was exact opposite, this was really high level. Uh, we have tracked down a member of a mysterious order to a planet on the way, 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 way outer rim. And we are now trying to figure out where this person is. Oh, yes. And this person is my character's um, wife's brother who is believed to have been dead. And he is not. And he's a member of a really scary order. You? What have you been up to? Yeah, what have you been up to, Mew? Yeah, as for me, yes, we had the Halloweens um, way busier than than has been in the past. Like, it was just, we we ran out of candy. Like, I was pulling stuff out. Uh, I think I probably even delved into uh, Valentine's Day to County at this point. We were just, sure. just you know, you know, get you know, but yeah, a lot of good costumes, a lot of friendly kids. As as Mrs. Mew mentioned, it's so nice to see unjaded uh, high schoolers participating and having fun. We had a lot this year. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, yeah, they were, and you know, we did. We didn't quite do the the famed potato or candy thing, <laughs> but. The but which apparently was extremely popular this year. All the kids love those potatoes. Yeah, but um. Uh, we did the, we did the Pokemon cards, which was like you know candy or yeah. Pokemon cards, and they would immediately light up and say Pokemon cards. Yeah, right. So, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. So because yeah, that was the thing this year. I just noticed like they they just you know these this big tray of Pokemon prepackaged cards is for trick or treat handout. Mm-hmm. Boom, done. Like it's super easy, wow. fairly an inconvenience. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, that was it. Was it was great? Like I said, like like some kids didn't even want the candy; they just wanted the Pokemon cards and ran off. So it was like, okay, you do you, kid. <laughs> yep. But uh, but it, which was good because, like I said, we ran out of candy. Like it was actually good we had the cards because it, it saved us from being completely out. Like you know, I, I was almost eyeing. You know, I, I would not do it, of course, but I was almost eyeing Xander's, Xander's candy. Like you know, uh, oh, we've done that before. <laughs> it's like you're not going to eat all this anyway. So, <laughs> but uh, well, recycling. But, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. We're or just send it back again. Go get some candy for next door. Yeah. We'll pass that out ourselves. <laughs> but nice. uh, so yeah, that's 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 you know what the real world focus has been. Um, but uh, let's see, uh, game world not much. Um, just since you know rating is is on pause for now, we were doing some raid achievements. So we were doing all the you know glory of the yada yadas, and got a few mounts, um, which you know even easier than it seemed 
to be in the past. So I don't know. They did some good t- tuning passes, I guess. But, Is this uh, the uh, Gloria the Raider from Abra? Yeah. That's yeah, an from- ugly mount, but yeah, still did it. <laughs> yeah, Abris, the vault. Then we went back and did, um, oh, geez, the, the Subhulkster yeah. from uh, Shadowlands. Uh, because and it turns out there was a whole zone I never set foot in. <laughs> they had to summon me. <laughs> I was like, what is this place? It's like, oh, yeah, you weren't here, were you? No, what is this raid? <laughs> so, so, <laughs> oh, yeah, if you missed that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, I didn't see any of that. I was seeing all new cutscenes. Like, oh, hey, Ando, and you're looking rough. <laughs> that and, was and, the <laughs> only pretty place in the entire expansion. Yeah, yeah. And they, so yeah, yeah, that was that was an interesting time. It's like, hey, I got the raid achievement that I never got, but you know, awesome. yeah, but yeah, but that's about it. Yeah, it's it's it just don't have enough time for all the games. So, but that's enough out of us. Uh, let's hear more from you, AIE, and uh, check uh, this week's AIE news. AIE News. All right, we have lots of Nomads news to start off with. Warcraft Rumble, it has a guild, AIE Alliance. It looks like there's a cap of 15 members, so we're working on a solution going forward, of course, hashtag AIE problems. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we won't have to replicate the WoW Horde guild structure, but we might. Uh, there's a group trying out Ark Survival Ascendant, a newly released remastered version of the game. Uh, Nazrai? Nazrai? Mm-hmm. Is hosting the server and details are in the Nomads channel. We have some shared resources and plenty of experts that can help out as well. And in Diablo 4, Season 2 is all the rage. The Season of Blood has been live since October 17th, and several patches since have brought some significant changes to the game. Many in the clan have commented how it feels much more like it should have been at launch and are enjoying those changes. Beginning with the season, you'll have the option to skip the campaign after completing the prologue, allowing you to start with the season right away. The new season brings with the usual trappings, a new quest line, enemies, and game bosses to fight, and a battle pass. Some things that are going on now that you don't want to miss. Uh, Twitch drops. Um, news.blizzard.com. Just check um, the links in the show notes. We'll post Yeah, them. there's there's yeah. links in the show notes. Uh, the game is now available on Steam for those who have not purchased it and prefer to search such things. And also, um, the another, another link there, the clan Aaliyah Octa Est in Diablo 4 has reached capacity, mostly from the launch rush. Um, room can be made for active players who wish to participate in Season 2. If you are inactive and do not foresee yourself returning this season, you may drop the clan to make room for those joining us this season. You can always be added later if, when you wish to return. All right. And in SOTOR news, uh, first things first, Lucy got her Star Wars Women Yay! of the Galaxy magic band. She'll be here tomorrow. Yep. Yes. And she is heading to Walt Disney World in April. Our, one of my best friends is literally there right now. In fact, she's making lightsabers as we speak. So I'm <laughs> excited for you. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. All right, and MFN, we are super casual this week due to the holiday, but that didn't mean the galaxy went unscathed. Quinn led us to victory on many planets. In-game, the Feast of Prosperity is going on. It's an opportunity to earn currency for pets, outfits, decorations, and mounts. It's always a fun time with its quirky missions and the community's increased interest in doing world bosses. Worth noting, the feast ends Tuesday. Grab those Prosperity tokens now. Next up, Life Day. Oh, yeah, and patch 7.4 is coming soon. 
I'm so looking forward to the to the Happy Star Wars Christmas Day. special. Yeah, gotta, gotta watch that special. Gotta, yeah. gotta watch it. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. Alrighty. In Final Fantasy XIV news, Final Fantasy XIV strange out of nowhere, but still fun fall gaze collab. Yes, we were all flabbergasted at Fan Fest. Like, okay, you can just hear the crowd going, okay, yay. But you know, sure, why not? Um, uh, but it's it's now out until the end of the year, uh, December thirty first. Um, join other players in Blunderville. Mm-hmm. I guess that, yeah. Oh, because it's Manderville. I see. Yes. Um, Manderville Gold Salser to earn Fall Guys themed items. Uh, the guild events are continuing with Echoes of Eureka on seven p.m. Eastern every Saturday, followed by Map Night at nine thirty. Uh, with Stormbud being part of the free trial, you can join Eureka now for free. So come check it out. If you missed Final Fantasy XI and wanted to grind and suffer and die, what? go to Eureka and enjoy yourself. Um, um, just uh, look for Kelsier in Discord if you want more information. There are plenty of people that would love to suffer with you. I mean, uh, help you with that get part of the game. Same difference, actually. Yeah. All right. And an ESO news. The final standings for the first edition of the Guild uh, Tale of Tribute are out. Let us give congratulations to all that participated and the special grats to the two individuals who are tied for first place for this round. All right. So we have Bashira and DP Roberts with six wins and four losses each. We have uh, Dan Kinia, uh, New Type, and I, I can never pronounce Malachi. the name. It's Barb. Malachi. It's Barb. I know. I'm like, I can never. I, I, I look. I'm like, I know it's Miss. It's Miss Mulgra. It's Malachi. All right. So they are both. They um, all three of them are t- uh, dead even at five wins and five losses. And Kramer is at three wins and seven losses. I'm in the a D and D game. Sorry, I had to just chime in. And I always pronounce her head as Malaki. In my me head. too. That's <laughs> also, I'm like, it's Barb. It's Miss Mulgra. She and I once. Went hiking in the snow together, literally at you know at Snowbird. Um, I you know one of my very very few on the humans, one of my very very humans on the planet. I look at that name and I can't say it. <laughs> Anyways, um, and I guess I love you, Barb. Um, our next <laughs> tournament will start uh, the January of two thousand twenty-four. All are welcome. And in other ESO news, they've been killing world bosses and defeating a giant crow for the witches festival event, and working on trials again and having lots of fun. Doing so, even though they have less than twelve people, uh, more trials and diving into the new endless art um, archive archive content. And update forty is now out on PC and will be out on November fourteenth for consoles. And in STO news, in case anyone missed it, the Federation fleet has completed all yes all holdings and have unlocked everything you can buy from holdings. Oh. They will be keeping projects rolling to help them earn fleet credits. The Klingon Defense Fleet has pushed the Starbase to Tier 3, with the Spire knocking on the door for Tier 2 completion. K-13 is closing in on Tier 1. We've made progress. We've made a lot of progress with the KDF fleet. Currently in STO, there is a Red Alert event going on and bonus experience event going on until the 16th. Phoenix Prize Pack is a, is available uh, Phoenix Prize Pack event until the 9th. And if you missed it, they released the Master Systems display of the Enterprise F. For those that don't know, this is what you would typically see on the show of the cross-section of the ship showing the Master Systems. They make great desktop wallpapers. And the geek out. 
Over in Lord of the Rings Online, the Corsairs of Umbar expansion is expected to go live on November 8th, so just a few days from now, with new instances and a raid to follow within the month. Mailung finished their part of the Lord of the Rings Online stream marathon, and they set a personal goal of $100 that would go to Norton Children's Hospital in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, by the end of the hour, um, with the awesome community, they raised 145 Awesome! So they beat their goal, um, and it also added almost 900 towards Extra Life. The 900 includes the 145 donated via their participant link. Amazing. Um, gosh, you. <laughs> um, but with that, um, let's go into what, what? another. Oh, special extra bonus news with our two special guests, Lucy and Gusty. And they're going to tell us all about the stuff Warcrafty. And maybe more. Yes. And hey, I think we did the news on record time. We yeah. did. Well, All there right. was an extra AIE, AIE specific news True. this week for the first time. New braid down the final two bosses mm. in Aberus with Dankinia present. Yay! <laughs> the previous clears Dankini. always happened when she was on vacation. Yep. So thanks to everyone who joined to get Kinney her achievement, and grats to everyone who got gear, including Grim Cow, who just came hey, back to the game! Yeah. Uh, patch 10.2 arrives this week with a new zone, new raid, and most important, new transmog for Gusty Tail. <laughs> yeah. And there was some the sort time. of, yeah, so, some sort of RP event in Anaheim this week with yeah, swords, yeah. but, you know, yeah. what swords? What swords? Hashtag what sword? Cos- I think there was also, like, there was some cosplay shindig, too, there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, All right. Yeah, that, so. was, that was fun to watch. So now what? We're going to decide who goes first, Lucy or me, with the BlizzCon news? Uh, I see your name first on the nose. Yeah, exactly. You guys figure that so, out. Because so. she got into it first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you guys figure this out. Now, let's let's do, the, do it this way. Um, so, Gusty, because the... Uh, the the classic news we're definitely going to d- dig into because I want to know all about Cataclysm Classic Y and Cataclysm why? Plus, which is more interesting to me. But they didn't announce an expansion at uh, at BlizzCon for retail, which was really surprising. They announced how many, Gusty? They announced three expansions. <sighs> Coming. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's going to be called the World Soul Saga. And the first part, War Within, is due out next year, and you can already pre-purchase. I did and what? boosted my new uh, Draenei red-skinned warrior named Karlak. <laughs> of course, <laughs> yeah. that, that was good time. Melding your, you're melding your obsessions. Yep. It's always good when they work like that. Um, So the first part, The War Within, is due out next year. And there's a fantastic cinematic featuring Anduin and Thrall with, spoiler alert, a really big sword. (laughs) Uh, At BlizzCon, I literally teared up watching Chris Metzen talking about WoW's 20th anniversary and how they are now planning for the next 20 years. And this is a huge turnabout. Yeah. From uh, just not too long ago when the disgraced former exec, Alex Afrisabi, uh, was saying he treated every expansion like it's the last one. And then Shadowlands literally was the last one for a lot of people. It yeah, was. Yeah. It yep. was. And uh, they're, they're starting to come back in 
so far everybody's loving Dragonflight. There's been such a change. And all the BlizzCon speakers talked about listening to player feedback, respecting people's time and their play styles, as well as offering more options for how they appear in-game. Wonderful. It's amazing what happens when you respect a player's time. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's such a difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. Still, there's still a lot of pressure to get things done. But still, it, yeah. Oh, I, I actually actually enjoy playing WoW now. I don't feel like it's the annoying thing I have to do every week or every day or whatever. It's just like, oh, I can actually do something fun in this game now. I'm not required it's to be fun. here. It's fun stuff. Yeah. And um, just some of the new stuff that is coming for War Within uh, includes cross-realm guilds and raiding, which is something people have been begging for. Uh, this sounds cool, but it's going to be yet another test for Greenwall. Hashtag AIE problems. Yep. Because Blizzard doesn't take into account giant mega guilds. Um there are going to be hero class talents that will be a separate tree because balancing issues. And they're going to be support class fantasies such as dark rangers for hunters, templars for paladins, and farseer for shaman, which are just, there's, the, the names are all fantastic. That's yeah, amazing. For the um, people with way many alts, myself included, they're going to have war bands, which let you and your alts share reputation, uh, a bank, a joint bank, which can hold reagents. And there's going to be some gear that you can have that's warbound gear. Anyone of your alts can use it and you can, you know, trade it among them as opposed to, you know, you will still have some soul bound. It's just for you. But that's really cool. And a load in screen will show you and your alts sitting around a campfire and that's going to be glorious. That's hello, neat. hello there, Swotor. How are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Oh, really? We've been doing it for how many years now? It's great. I'm so glad and... we're catching up. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, uh, any gear that your character receives will be added to your transmog, even if the character can't equip it. And Blizzard is considering expanding which classes can wield different items following complaints about trading post gear. Because Mog is life. Yeah. Um, Delves is going to be a new option for outdoor content, which is going to be for one to five players, similar to the sniff and seeking in Dragonflight and scenarios in Pandaria. Hopefully they get something that people will actually enjoy this time. Um, and it's one of several outdoor activities that are going to give you an item choice in the weekly Great Vault. And they're removing PvP choice from that because it turns out PvP players don't want a random item. They want no. something specific. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's going to be a new allied race, uh, dwarves, known as the Earthen. And they can join either Alliance and Horde. So Horde's going to get dwarves for the Very first fun. time. That's great. And these are big, beefy dwarves, too. Uh, dragon riding, the current thing, is going to become dynamic flight in the next expansion and the foreseeable future. And Blizzard has about 100 pre-dragon flight mounts that are ready for this, and they're working on others. But players will still have the choice to toggle between the new and original flying. Druids, woo! Flight form should be working in the next expansion, and the Drakthir will have dry dynamic flight as their current ability soar in patch 10.2.5. Yeah, the only downside of the dry the the new druid flight form is that it will be a cast time at least right now. Oh, so, I hadn't seen that. I can yeah. feel. Yeah, I do so, like so 
Yeah, so if you want the instant cast time, you have to have old flight. But if you don't mind having the cast time, then you can have dynamic. So, But we'll see if that stays the same. I think a lot of people are going to have opinions about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. gamers having opinions. That doesn't actually happen. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. We also don't yeah. break games. Nope, never. Not at all. I I do like how he he separated and said it's now dynamic flight and burning crusade flight. Like Yeah, TV speed. Yep. That's true. Which which is interesting considering that the I know we haven't discussed the three expansions yet, but like the the one of the expansions we're going back to or the second expansion we're going back to Qual the Lost. Midnight. Yeah. And hopefully they'll actually get flying working for it. So yeah. I could tell you a fun story about flight in the old world, but uh, we'll save that for other times. Next time. Uh, But speaking of patches, season three, patch 10.2 is arriving on Tuesday with Guardians of the Dream, and it's going to feature a new raid, Amir Dostil, which is the new world tree. And it's finally time to kill that jerk Farak and take his new carefully crafted legendary axe, Ferath, the Dream Render. And it was confirmed there would be a season four with Faded Raids, which is like something that they made up for Shadowlands. And it was an event where all the expansions raids were active and increased to max level content. And that was actually a lot of fun to just jump between them. And uh, there's lots of other stuff, but I'm going to pass it over to Lucy anyway. Pass the torch. Passing the torch. Yeah. Oh my god, we are all so excited and so excited for this weekend's reveals. Um, Watching the WoW presentations was incredible, all of them. And knowing that we, classic fans, are finally getting Cata, Cataclysm in Classic, was so worth the wait. Um, I didn't really play much of Cata. We were in transition from Europe back to the States and didn't find a fit, so we kind of moved on to other games. But we're very happy that it's happening and it'll be mostly new for me. Awesome. We are. That's awesome. Um, we, many of us are hoping, we're hoping for a whole lot more info on hashtag changes, but yeah, <laughs> we didn't get any. The only thing we really got is transmog, which is great. I'm looking forward to that and not having to look ridiculous in gear that was awarded to me. Um, but other than that, we were looking for things like one of the things that the stale push marshmallow team is looking for flex raids. We currently have 12 raiders. 10 man doesn't cover 12. Right. Nope. Right. <laughs> it's very, very, yeah. it's, it's very distressing and difficult to work the roster and rotate people in and rotate Absolutely. people. Out. Yeah. 100%. Um, it's very stressful. So if we could get flex rating, that would be great. Um, and there's no way that we would want 25 man because 25 man is um, about Her- 12 people too many. Yes. In a raid. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and herding cats. Yes. Yeah. As yes. well. What you do in real life, you know, it's, 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 you don't want to do that in your game life. No. Right. Um, we are all very excited. I'm excited that they're keeping the Hero- Heroic Plus con- um, concept. Uh, we've been enjoying keeping Hero... We've been enjoying going back into all of the Heroics and getting updated content, updated gear. Um, yes. They have special affixes. Some of them are interesting. Some of them are much more difficult than others, depending on your... Uh, 
yeah, your composition, because there are a couple of them that if you're a full melee group, man, you're going to struggle. Yeah. And then some of them are just ridiculous. (laughs) There's the Halls of Lightning, Halls of Stone affixes is um, you just run from mob to mob to mob to mob because you never need mana. You never need. I mean, it's literally nonstop and you all get big and you just keep running. It's great. (laughs) But, you know, a little ridiculous, uh, but fun. Yes, a little ridiculous, but it is fun. Yes, keeping keeping dungeons relevant, and that's really good. I think it's awesome because it gives us so much to so much different things. Um, one of the things that is concerning is that they talked about a faster cadence to patching, and mm-hmm. that can be a little yeah. What's disconcerting i mean we're shortened already we're already compressed because it's classic and it's all been done before but in wrath it was like um it seemed like we were in nax forever we weren't it was probably four months which was probably three too long (laughs) but nax was nax because nax was you know roll through it no problem um we were in old duar has hadn't been too bad. TOC was really fast, probably mm-hmm. only like two and a half months, three months. Now maybe a little more, not much though. And we just got into ICC about three weeks ago. Um, so we're looking forward to to clearing ICC. We're hoping for about three to four months before we hit pre-patch. We're hoping for April. April is the date we want for a release date. Um, but. They say sometime before August. I think August would be a little long. I know August would be a little long because that would be like eight months from ten months from now. Too right, long. Right. Too long. And um, they pick up the pace much faster. That might be a bit of an issue, but you know. And there was most definitely that reference to mists, as as she said. Um, for all of the mist, Ariza wait. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty funny. I mean, we are definitely, we're fairly certain we'll definitely get mists, which is good. I like mists. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other news for out uh, was what Tets was asking about was Classic Plus. Um, we are intrigued about the season of discovery. What season of discovery gives you is, for almost lack of a better term, multiclassing. Mm-hmm. You can have he- mage healers. I think that'll be interesting. And on the Horde side of things, um, we're thinking, because it's vanilla, we're thinking the possibility of a shaman tank. Yeah. Or a warlock tank. A I warlock that, tank. Yeah. The war, permanent warlock tank. And in a pinch, a rogue evasion tank. Yep. Your tank dies and you pick it up with a, with a rogue who has the right talents. Um, that'll be pretty interesting. I think it'll be a lot of, a lot of, a lot of fun. Um, but again, you know, we're, we're hoping. But it's vanilla, so it's slow. Right. But level banding is good because that means, you know, 25 levels isn't anywhere as near as bad as 60 to start. Absolutely. And, and rate, rating 10 man at uh, level 25 will yes. be interesting. Yes. Looking forward to rating to Black Fathom's deep raid. I think that'll be interesting. Yep. Um, and even though I... And most of us are mostly a classic player. The Saga of the Earth Soul sounds really, really cool. And I'm excited for that, too. My biggest concern is how can I play 
three versions of WoW, as well as my SWOTOR ra- uh, operations teams, ARC, Baldur's Gate, and oh. my paper D&D. <laughs> and my paper D&D. Right. Uh, I'm guessing sleep is for the week. And it is. It is. More hours in the day. Absolutely. There's got to be a rune for that. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there, back in old uh, second ad D&D, there was a, a spell called Nap, which gave you uh, eight hours of sleep in a one-hour uh, period. So basically the equivalent of a long rest and a short rest period. And I think I, I've always wanted that in real life. Like I, 23 hours a day, sleep for an hour, feel rested. Sounds amazing. That's yeah, what you need. That's what yep. you need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the games, all the time. Yep. So, yeah, we are definitely, it, it, we wished that they had spent more time talking about cataclysm. And not right. just, oh, hey, wow, we're getting Kata, and then it goes away. Right, right. Um, I mean, are they still trying to figure out how to explain why? <laughs> well, the reason why, I think the reason why is because they didn't want to skip right over Kata and go straight to Mist, because Mist is really loved, too. Right, yeah, right. Um, A lot of people really, really, really like Mist. But but can they call it classic anymore? Because you are now pat like Cataclysm is when it stopped when the original game became the new game, right? So everyone was missing how things were before Cataclysm. Well, well oh. now you're going past Cataclysm. So the other thing that several of of the raid team talked about was the hate, the toxicity against Cata. There yeah, is absolutely. so. So many people who are like, why? Why are they doing this? The fact that they are not doing Wrath era servers like they did for straight vanilla. Yeah. Right. They are not pulling off Wrath era servers. At which least means not yet. They're still listening. Not yet. So. Right. Yes. Hopefully they'll listen because there are a lot of people and the 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 hate and the the yeah, it's it's sad because you know, well, there are the there are the people who loved Kata. Yeah, yeah. There are. I mean, uh, my name's on Kata, so I I kind of have a Absolutely. special place for Kata. Absolutely, you do love Kata, right? Right. <laughs> and my issue with Kata has always been coming out of Wrath, the the group we were with raiding and doing the content with, you know, we felt like Wrath was. You know, they got the tuning right and everything. And then you went into Kata and it was like, okay, we're going to make this harder just to make it harder and put it back to like vanilla level, you know, difficulty and stuff. And for a lot of people, that was just like coming out of, you know, the the way we had it in Wrath and the change in how everything operated in Kata was a literal shakeup not just the the world. And so there's a lot of people that do have bad memories of raiding in Kata with the the difficulty it was at the time for those groups. Um, It'll be interesting to see. Like I said, I think not having Wrath servers is is a mistake because a lot of people were like, we wanted Classic, which is, you know, the first three. And as Mm Mew said, then, you know, it it goes to the the new game. But... I'm happy for the people that are looking forward to Kata or never got to experience Kata at level. Yeah, yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. Lucy, if you if you were never there, uh, if you're out questing in the world or anywhere, and the sky turns red, uh, you could try to run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it doesn't matter. If, uh, so welcome, welcome we were still 
we were still on European servers when pre-patch hit, and when we were, you know, get that feat of strength to have have uh, have Deathwing kill Deathwing you. That's always <laughs> yeah, yeah. Deathwing come up and give you a personal hug. Yeah, so that yep. one was always good. Um, I do remember that. I don't remember much else. I don't remember hardly any any of the dungeons. I remember a little bit of the zones. But and then, like I said, we transitioned and we moved back to the states. So right. it was a it was a busy time. Yeah, I think a part of it too is that it was the the first and really only expansion where it was scattered. Like normally, expansions were in, in a nice, neat little pile somewhere. You got this island over yes. here. This continent over here. Yes. And Kata was the only one that said, <laughs> "We're just scattered everywhere." Yeah. yeah so Kata was my first expansion that I played at expansion. So I both loved and hate it because it was trying to figure out how to do this all when Ted hadn't done it. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, I was a wrath baby. So I had him guiding me along the entire time. He was a end of BC baby. And then, you know, besides playing originally. Um, so like, Kata, I, I loved it, but I hated it. It was neat seeing everything so brand new. Mm-hmm. But I got turned around so many times. Yeah. My biggest yeah. memories of Cataclysm were the fact that Old World got flying. Yes, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was neat. Yeah. It, it stuck in my mind because um I was actually playing it on the Blizzard servers before launch and we were trying to figure out all the bugs and I was the one that found out my druid was flying in BC, flew through the portal, popped out, was still flying. It's oh like, that's awesome. Huh. That's not right. I'm flying in the old world because this is old world pre getting ready for old world, right? Right. So we we learned that that it only dismounted your flying mounts and did not consider druid flight form to be a mount, so it didn't dismount you. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm flying around. I'm, I'm like I'm like you know I'm 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 insert Blizzard HQ and I'm like um come here, look where I am. Oh yeah, you're in, you're you're in um what was I think it was uh, Iron Forge, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you see, I'm flying over Earth. That's cool. I'm in the old world. Oh, 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 crap. <laughs> so <laughs> that was that yeah. was a fun time um, because you could see like it was not prepared for flying. Like you saw behind all the vignettes. and Oh, yeah. All yeah. The... yeah. So you saw behind the but, scenes, uh, literally. Yes. Yes. Literally behind the scenes. And yeah, that was a that was a fun time. But that's that's what I remember the most is that we we had to redo all of the old world because it wasn't just those four, four new zones. No, like they literally had to redo the entire both continents because they had to be seen from all angles with flight. Yeah. So that's that again, like people don't, don't, I don't appreciate how much work went into Kata because they had to do all that. Right. It 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 wasn't just like like redoing the zone questing and all that. It was literally mm -hmm. rebuilding the zone from the ground up. Yes, yes. Uh, or that's... from the sky down, as the case may be. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, so that's why, like, when I think back, like, like if you're talking classic, you're talking the, the vignette, like, you, you can't see behind the scenes classic. Right. So, switching over to Kata, now we're switching over to the new the new old world, so, I don't know, it's yeah. just, it's interesting. I'm, I'm curious what they're going to do with that. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, you would think they'd want to have, I, I understand, like, not wanting to run servers that are empty because that's not good for anyone. Um, Mm. You know, which is why they kept classic servers, but not BC servers when they went to wrath because they didn't want to just leave people 
you know, by themselves stuck on a BC server. Well, and to be fair, going to BC, like going to Wrath, going to BC, it's going to be the same at Wrath. Like nothing, I mean, other than the talent trees, nothing is really different about BC. Like BC is still BC. No, understood, but but they, you know, they didn't want empty servers. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. If they'd done era servers of classic BC, Wrath, and now they're doing Cataclysm, then you've got four sets of servers plus retail you know, you're you're really splitting the population out, and you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Which is why they said they weren't initially looking at keeping Wrath servers, because they feel that most of the population is going to move on to Cata, and they don't want empty Wrath servers. Yeah, right. and and I, and I guess like if you think about it, though, is if you really do want true classic, well, then you go to true classic. Yeah, like you can go to the the true classic servers, and then you let everyone else move up to Kata. And if someone wants Wrath, well, you know they they can they would have to go to Wrath. But Wrath is self contained; like nothing yeah. about Wrath is going to be affected by the fact that you're in Cataclysm. So yeah. I can I can see the thinking there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, um, Lucy or Gusty, I don't know how much you were interested in Diablo Four, but there is there was some Diablo Four news. Do either one of you want to? cover that news from Duras? I don't think I have that piece of information open. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Well, we, uh, you I can go over okay, I'll go over it real quick. Yeah, okay. so Diablo Floors update. Um, this is uh, fresh on there from Duras. Uh, Dev uh, Fireside Chats. Uh, the latest from BlizzCon. They actually do have a, a link to the blizzard.com in there in our show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, they they did they they were pretty good. Uh, it's, I don't, uh, maybe I shouldn't be the one talking about it, but they they did. It was a good um, session. I did watch, but it was really just them talking about how they you know the improvements that are coming. Um, they did announce was, an expansion coming at the end of twenty twenty four. Yeah, uh, and it was a yeah. teaser of an uh, you know it's it's Mephisto that storyline. Yes. So we it was we knew. very very green. <laughs> yes. Yes, um, lush, as opposed to the current one, which I've heard a lot of people say, I just need a break from how uh, relentlessly ugly this scenery is. Yeah. Right. Oh, no. And now you're going to have glowing green scenery trying <laughs> to kill you. Yeah. Right. right. You know what? Yeah. You, you need a, a variety in your death. It's fine. Yeah. I think the the biggest thing on a lot of these panels, like even the deep dive, was they only put out there, I felt what they knew they were going to accomplish and ship and that anything past that they didn't even want to mention. Like there was a lot of on the Diablo four deep dive or even the, some of the Q and a interviews, there was a lot of, we're not ready to talk about that yet. Right. right. Which which is We're not ready to talk and accidentally promise a thing. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Which given the, the backlash and the other thing is, Huge. The WoW panel, uh, Ian was really hyping up the, we're listening to you here. You know, we want to get these um, hero builds into your hands, in the alpha, in the beta, fully fleshed out so that you can give feedback and we can iterate on that feedback. Um, The other thing that was really nice was he's like, there is no um, tension on swapping your things out like we you know like happened with the um legion um not legion what was the the four kyrian dragon oh, shadowlands Shadowlands. yeah yeah, yeah. with with the covenants. four the four covenants thank covenants. you i couldn't think yeah, of yeah, yeah. Locked into them. yeah right he's like none of it is like you can change just change 
done. So that's good. And the nice thing is I think it really allows them to focus on the current 61 talent trees and just leave them and then just add this additional piece on that they can then iterate yep. on. So Yeah, I like that you can essentially just change the flavor of your character really easily. The the one example they showed as the warrior was neat where you can kind of give yourself the thundering, you know, psh, jumping around and causing chaos with extra thunder going everywhere. Yeah. Like yeah the names nice. of the different ones are very cool. And I was also amused the fact that the the druids and the the uh, demon hunters are, are special cases because it's the demon hunters. It's like everyone gets to pick two. Um, demon hunters, uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's only two. Yeah, you're sharing two between the two. Two. Yeah. But so, the, yeah. and the, the druids are like, well, we're putting these two specs together, and you get two, and we're putting these two specs together, and you get two. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's interesting. I can't wait to see the the warrior one they showed off where he just charges in and slams the ground. You just see arcane bolts or something shoot yeah. out and nail all the that, that was the, that was the thundering one. Yeah, that was the yeah. thundering one. That looks yeah, really I, interesting. The mountain thane, I think they called it. Was yeah, it? yeah, very Northrend style. I yeah. thought. Um, what did you guys think of the Earthen as an allied race? I think it's the. I think that at this point they might as well just make a dwarf faction. <laughs> right. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean, how many different you know, elf races they do we keep calling them? They kept calling them Earthen, and every time you looked at them, it's like, but they're dwarfs. Yeah. Yeah. They're, but they're dwarfs. They're dwarf ancestors, but they're going to be twenty yeah. to twenty-five percent bigger than dwarf player mm-hmm. models, which yeah. will be interesting. Yeah. 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 Um, well, in, in some of the lore, they talk about the Earthen being created as like. Proto dwarfs, yep. and then mm-hmm. they got the curse of flesh, and then they became dwarfs. So yeah. it seems like these guys are kind of, yeah, right, like just to the point of not being constructs. Yes, right, right. Yeah. 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 Yep. But, yeah, I mean, you, you got you got your earthen dwarves, you got your your default dwarves, you got your you know dark iron dwarves, and you can kind of have the wind seeking dwarves if with with the changes to the customizations. So, you know, add gnomes, because aren't they like a splinter of dwarfs? Because, you know, or... I mean, know. Well, I mean, they're, they're, they, they, they come from proto-gnomes too, right? Because, you know, you've got the clockwork gnomes Mechanomes. and gnomes, yeah. and you've got the, you know, the supposed ones. Like, they were, they're, they were the more technical versions of, of amongst the, uh, the earthen, but... Which I'm also curious if we're going to see more of them in uh, the earthen areas, because supposedly they were working together, so... But yeah, I mean, you can basically have just a dwarven faction, and then they say that they're going to go crazy with the elves too. Well, elf faction. Yeah. <laughs> so. right, right. Well, especially with midnight, you're going to round up all the, mm-hmm. the spirit elf tribes. So exactly. That's you know, does that mean that we're going to get horde night elves and we're going to get alliance blood elves or? You, you know, have that already. Well, <laughs> yes. If you if you want to go with void and. But yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it it'll be I know, interesting. I um, I, I'm also interested because there was news out today that, um, of course, Magni's going to be involved with working mm-hmm. with the World yeah. Soul, but his daughter oh, Mira yeah. and her little, you know, furry eyebrowed baby that we've seen. Yes, uh, in he's going to be grown up and adventuring with her. So right. we're going to see Moira and. Uh, Dagrin, I think is his name. Yes. Uh, 
questing too. To they're going to help uh, recruit or help the Earth and help us help the Earth. And... Yep, Granddad Magni running around too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then having to deal with Bronn and the Delves. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. But I do wait, like the fact wait, that you can talent. Bronn, you're going too fast. Wait. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, I do like the fact that you can talent them up. It's really interesting that you'll be able to put talents on him. So, like, if you're running a three-person group but you don't have a healer, he can provide extra healing. Or if you're running three DPS and you don't have a tank, you know, you you can make him more tanky. Um, Another thing that they – looks like they borrowed from between ESO and and SOTOR. So, it'll be – also in Warlords, uh, you you had the people at your garrison, the bodyguards, and yeah. Tanky. yeah, yeah, and you know there was one that would run ahead and pull everything just to get you killed, and yeah. and there were several that actually were helpful. <laughs> exactly. All right, uh, real quick, uh, favorite thing from BlizzCon? Let's go around the room. Uh, Heather, I know you didn't get to watch much. McCullough. I have not got a chance to watch any of it, so I'm going to listen. All right. But what's the favorite thing you've heard so far? Um, I don't know. I little I've I've been in a in a tunnel all weekend. All right, fair <laughs> fair so enough. I, you've been sitting you you've been sitting there on, at your desk listening to it. I'm, I've not heard anything. All right, Lucy, what about you? Um, favorite thing, probably that they did officially say that cataclysm cataclysm was coming because that was you know we were all on waiting and waiting and waiting and when they gave when there was the leak that said everything was going to have to be fresh start and it was like uh no yeah. <laughs> please no but other than that um i think getting kata although i mean all of the wow stuff was was really good news i thought so cool what about you gusty warbands alt having yes. shared rep and and it's like seeing them all together hanging out is great, but That's yeah, cool. share, not having to rep grind on every alt is going to be so glorious. Yeah, absolutely. Mew, I was going to say war bands because alts. Um, Same anyway. You're the you're the king uh, of alts. Yeah, because yeah. uh, you know I've I've got you know thirty of them, and right now uh, only ten active. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing all of that you know actually come together and mean something. But I think the thing that that caught my eye the most over everything was that cinematic. Yes. That when it first started, I kind of had to sit there for a second, saying, "Why are they doing a live action commercial?" That's that's oh, right. Because wow. because you look and it just starts the close up, and it's like. Like it's right in his face. You you can't mistake all of the detail. Like the individual eyebrow hairs that were waving in the wind, and yeah. this little with hair, and like this filthy like, beard. Yes. Yeah. It's like it it looked like a person. It didn't look like a, a character that you know was shiny and new from from the digital uh, forge. You know. Now so they as, just like, yeah. I saw that they actually had the actors come into the studio. They didn't mocap them, but they had them live do the scene yeah and then use that as the reference for the the video yeah you can definitely tell yeah Yeah. it's like it it definitely wasn't mocap but you can tell that they were using real references because it just it felt real like like if until until thrall walked up that you could have easily just thought oh that was just a live action right yes 100 percent. until the giant orc with the giant tusks came up and said hey (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
I love Thrall's gray hair. The silver fox, and, yes. <laughs> yeah, and just that, that he's getting older as Anduin's getting older and his his being a mentor. And uh, I was also like, why is he helping Anduin and not Jaina? But then I realized you, you kind of hear a portal opening yes. at the mm-hmm. beginning of it. Yep. And he yep. came through. Now, I mean, mages obviously can't send you to a random spot, but it seems like, well, maybe Jaina can. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Yeah. Jaina's powerful enough to do that. He's got a hero class talent. <laughs> I think the reason why it was Thrall is because they had to have Mirror and Echo. If you remember yes. the, 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 the scene from Shadowlands when it, where he's trying to pull apart Charlemagne, one shoulder is is um, uh, oh, Sarfang. No, it's Sarfang. And the other oh, other shoulder is is, is Varian. Yep. So the thing is, is when Thrall takes his place and puts his, that's what triggers the PTSD. Yeah. So without him doing that, then you would not have triggered the reaction that you got. Yeah. You know, you know, if Jaina coming out and talking to him, he may have just said, "No, go away. I want to brood." But you know, Thrall actually shook him out of his little brood. So yeah. But he also says, "We." We yes. gave you time, so yeah, yeah. So you yeah, know that they were coming. People, yeah, they There's... were watching over him and oh, yeah. waiting for, for the right time. Yeah. Which yeah. is like, oh, it's so comforting. Yeah, yeah. And that was that was going to be my favorite as well. Uh, also, the um, the what sword meme, as Seema yes. points, uh, points out, mm-hmm. uh, they the callbacks to Ian and uh, what sword. And having mm-hmm. that in, having that actually as a the poster, the close, yeah, <laughs> in the no, in the hall when the, everyone was walking in, yeah, they saw the it and it just said "What sword?" and they're like, everyone kind of shrugged it off, and a few people paused and went, "Wait a minute!" And then they showed a photo later of Metzen and Holly and Ian, I think, posing with it that sword. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. that's great! Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was my favorite. Um, also, the fact that they said, you know, we want to get the storyline out and not have to have your kids moving, your grandkids moving your mouse for you. I was like, yeah, ah, that, that, someone's feeling the age there. Yeah, that, that's also some good self-reflection on their part. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, let's get the story going. Uh, you think that's about it? Anyone else have any last-minute additions, last comments? Last thoughts. Good. good, good. Everyone good? All righty. Yep. yep. So uh, that's going to be our show for tonight. Uh, while the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank Lucy and Gusty for joining us. So thank you, Lucy and Gusty, for joining us. Yay! Thank you. And length, thirst, and spirit. Yep, yes. absolutely. No, because it's not a three-hour show. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of news. And you know, a lot of great stuff, but you know, hey, we're still four minutes under. We can get this done in under an hour. Yes, all right. If you have questions or comments about the show, you can email us at podcastaie-guild.org. You can find us on the AIA Discord and other non-Twitter social media. We record live with video every other Sunday, approximately at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, aie-guild.org podcast slash live slash stream links in the show notes and look for our discord the link in our discord server at aie-guild.org for past episodes you can see them on youtube our youtube channel uh just look for the aie podcast 
Our theme, of course, was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, andrewallenmusic.com. And if we had some segments to drop in, this is where we would drop them in. But we will remain ever vigilant, ever hopeful. And in about a month, because we're skipping the 19th, because they're having Friendsgiving and Thanksgiving. Yep. Fun times. We are not at all jealous at here. Not at all. Hey, come. No, no, no. I know. I know. You're only two states away. You get here. Yeah, you only two states. Only two states. You know. really big state. But yeah, no, no. The 19th. Um. Five o'clock starts the nerves. Come over. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. We have a new puppy that wants to meet you. Yes. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure. But when we do come back to the AIE podcast, we will be talking to Machete and Stask in Swotor. Who is probably going to say, hey, you stole our thing. Um, but <laughs> until then, AIE. Well, this is Gusty Tail saying goodbye. <laughs> oh, and this is Lucy. Sorry. Uh, this has been Mucow. This is Makala. This is Tetsemi. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs> <laughs>